Hello and welcome to Directors International's podcast. It is February 21st, 2016, and on this episode we'll be reading excerpts of Venezuela Week in the Lines, where we discuss food scarcity in Venezuela as a result of disastrous public policies by the Chavez-Maduro government and a decrease in all revenue. This podcast is one of our efforts to make our website content accessible to audiences who are visually impaired. We have been working in providing our videos with closed captioning for audiences who are hearing impaired, and we'll continue towards making our content more inclusive. If you have any comments or suggestions, please send them to our email, directorsinternational at gmail.com, or visit us on Facebook under our name, Directors International, on Twitter at directorsintl, or send us a comment through our website, directorsinternational.org forward slash contact. Last October, our directors will embark on a week-long excursion of shopping in Venezuela. Depending where you're located, you may think, well, what is newsworthy about grocery shopping? In the case of Venezuela, the past couple of years, a seemingly mundane task such as grocery shopping has become an event that requires planning, patience, and a lot of sunblock. This happened because of a combination of factors. One, is a steady decrease in all revenue, the country's main source of income. Two, a heavy price regulation on basic products such as flour, milk, butter, toilet paper, and others. And third, it's an already unproductive industrial sector that operates well under capacity as a result of a decade-long nationalization measures by both the Chavez and Maduro's administrations. That leads us to today's scenario. Long winding lines outside supermarkets waiting in anticipation to score the precious regulated products. A report takes place in San Cristobal, Táchira, a border state with Colombia where additional latest restrictions of purchase are applied on citizens in order to cut contraband to the neighboring country. Because of many goods are regulated in Venezuela, including fuel, it is a profitable enterprise for many Venezuelans and Colombians alike to purchase products in Venezuela and sell them at a much higher margin in Colombia. The government closed its border with Colombia six months ago in order to, allegedly, limit contraband and paramilitarism, causing severe economic losses and the breakup of many families that made their lives between the two countries. For a week, we embarked on a shopping journey and talked to Venezuelans in the long winding lines. Armed with a grocery list, 2,000 believers, roughly $317, and a heavy coat of sunblock, we started this excursion. It is Tuesday, and we arrive at a supermarket across town. In it, there is a familiar sighting, a long line out of the front entrance. The rumor is that they are selling powdered milk. There are approximately 200 people waiting outside. Powdered milk has become a coveted good ever since the national milk production has virtually disappeared as a result of nationalization and marginal production. Bottled milk is a rare find, and when a bottle is available, it is generally a substitute called milk beverage, which is a concoction of milk, milk-related products, and water. While we are waiting, we speak to Esperanza, 52. She tells us, this is the second supermarket I visit today. The line is proud over four blocks the first one because there was rice, but as soon as I went in, they ran out of it. They also had diapers, but I don't have any babies, so I left. I hope I'm able to score the milk here. 
Statute of States regulations only allow citizens, according to their ID terminal, to purchase regulated goods only twice a week, once during the working week and one on the weekends. For citizens like Esperanza, this is a problem, saying, how are we supposed to run around town and wait two or three hours in each store to buy everything we need? Adding, I don't have a car, I have to work in the mornings and I have to take care of my mom and my son. You tell me, how am I supposed to make it work? After waiting for two hours, Esperanza is not allowed to buy the milk. The supermarket system reflects that she purchased milk last week, so she has to wait an additional week in order to have the option to buy again. This temporary ban varies according to supermarket chain, and it can go anywhere from 7 to 15 days, according to testimonies. On Wednesday, we head out to Cosmo Supermarket. It is 1.30 in the afternoon, and there are around 150 people waiting outside. As a truck pulled over the store, people started approaching. As it has become customary here, as soon as there are signs that regulated goods may be available, regardless of what they are, people will start to line up. Today, the rumors that they are selling disposable razors and feminine pads. Johan, 34, says they're also selling diapers, but he won't be able to buy them because he doesn't have his son's birth certificate with him, a requirement for purchase. There is police personnel at the entrance, which, according to people waiting, means that there must be more goods than just only razors and feminine pads. Police enforcement is generally present when highly coveted goods, such as milk and mayonnaise, are being sold. As people leave the store, their bags show the products that are available, detergent, shampoo, flour, and milk. Excitement grows amongst the crowd. Once inside, there are three different spots in which goods are being distributed. In the west, sugar, diapers, and shampoo. In the east, flour, toilet paper, and powdered milk, for which you have to show your number, ticket, and ID. And at the registers, detergent, razors, and feminine pads. Sebastian26 is waiting in line to pay. He has one additional item in his cart, dog food. This product has become scarce as well, and when available, buyers have to present the pet's up-to-date vaccination card and a veterinarian's note of good health. On Thursday, we head out to Ipargarzon. Upon arrival, there are around 900 people waiting in line, almost circling the supermarket's extensive parking lot. People tell us there's a myriad of products available. Toilet paper, pasta, all-purpose flour, and rice. Miguel, 44, says he's desperate for rice. I haven't been able to buy any in the last couple of weeks, he says, and we ran out of it. Adding, every time there is rice at a store, it is not my turn to buy, so we now resorted to buying broken rice, you know, the one used to feed farm animals. The possibility of buying regulated rice is exciting for most in line. Being as scarce good, its price in the black market has soared to the beat of 350 bolivares, four times its regulated price. Four and a half hours later, Miguel is able to buy the rice, along with six rolls of toilet paper, two bags of detergent, three bags of soap, and two bags of pasta. On our last day of shopping, we arrive at La Gran Parada supermarket. There is a line of approximately 600 people extending three blocks outside the store. Glancing at people's bags, we can see that there is flour, mayonnaise, pasta, and frozen chicken.
The line takes approximately two and a half hours. Inside, we talk to Lucia, 56, who works in housekeeping. She hopes more goods will be released, so she's extending her stay inside the store. She says, I only have today to do my grocery shopping, so I'm waiting as long as I can. She adds, I get paid per day of work, and all that I earn, I spend at the supermarket, and I'm not even able to buy chicken, meats, and vegetables. For those unable to spend 14 hours waiting in line to buy a fraction of the goods they need, they resort to black market, where some of these goods, either individually or in combos, are found at a much higher price tag. Facebook has become an accessible medium where goods can be purchased or traded, having specialized groups where many resort to these tactics to be able to take care of their needs. During this week, we saw Venezuelans experience a wide range of emotions. From excitement over the availability of goods passing through the trademark humor to the frustration over how the decay of the industrial and large economic systems has made way for a rampant government repression. In a country where political dissent is punished, broadcast communications are controlled and the military and an extension of the Maduro administration, food control is another definitive step towards further human rights violations in this country. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and visit our website directusinternational.org. Thank you.